By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, it's Dane Cook, and you're listening to 20 Tim Minutes. Yes, you are. Hey, yo. You are tuning in to another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. Just like Dane Cook said, this is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. You can learn more about me at 20timminutes.com. You can download the 20 Tim Minutes app for free. I have merch for sale. You can buy this hat I'm wearing. I also have dad hats and $5 t-shirts because I'm looking to get rid of them so I can buy some new shirts that people actually like. So help a brother out uh, to buy a new laptop. But yeah, that intro was done by Dane Cook, and no, I didn't buy a cameo. I actually interviewed Dane Cook, comedian actor, two-time SNL host, that episode interview will be out this Thursday, and if it's past Thursday, then go back and listen to it. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know when you're listening to this. Hopefully, um, you subscribed. That's all I need, and that's all I got to say about that. Um, I watched a little bit of Forrest Gump the other day. That's a movie I haven't seen in a long time, but like you remember certain things about it. Like when uh, Jen A at the beginning goes, are you stupid or something? I've been saying that for a while. And uh, now I remember where it's from. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides connection to free, confidential support. There is hope. The lifeline works. For 24-7 confidential support, just call, text, or chat to 988. I absolutely love that with the suicide hotline because I could not even tell you what the first three numbers are for the old number. For the old number. And I would say it. But then it got too long, so I just put it in the show notes. Now I can just be like, hey, dial 988 if you're feeling suicidal. I love how they did that. It's the best. Let's start with McCarthy's mental health check-in, how I am doing. Maybe I should start doing this as a segment so I can start off with this and how I'm doing. And I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's safe to say I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I, I was burnt out with the podcast, but that Dane Cook interview really sparked underneath me. And I have a potential really good guest uh, coming up if that one falls through. Um, falls through. Would that be good or bad? I think that's bad. Hopefully it comes through. And uh, I'm very excited. I It's funny when I ask for interviews and the people ask me for my numbers and I'm like, ah, shit, that means they're just going to say no um, for the most part. And that's been the case every time. But it's just funny when people deny coming on the podcast when like they're not that huge i guess i'm not trying to downplay anybody everyone's busy but i'm just like hey can you just tell me you don't want to come on instead of uh just pussyfooting around but that's just me um if i'm being honest i'm not being mean but mentally i've been doing pretty good the weather even though it's hot as balls i've been feeling pretty good i'm starting to run again people thought i was crazy for running in like 97 degree weather which i guess i am but your boy's just trying to lose a little bit of weight um well the stomach isn't looking too hot and again, I'm a little guy. I look like I'm part of the lollipop guild. And everyone's like, well, you're already little. It's like I'm little in height. I want to be able to not lose my breath when I go up and down the stairs. I got to go back to jujitsu. The podcast, I started to uh, not take anything on during my days off. I want to actually enjoy my days off, which, again, I enjoy doing the podcast. I had two interviews today, one for the podcast, one for somebody else's. And they were fun, but I could have been going to the gym or doing something else and... Uh, 
I got to be selfish sometimes. And that's one of the topics I'm going to go over is uh, being selfish. You know what? Let's just jump into it right now. Be selfish from time to time. Not all the time, but there's times to be selfish. And uh, me being selfish and taking my own time for me, yeah, whatever. Um, here's some tips or some times when you realize you should take some time for yourself. One is uh, you haven't had a moment to yourself in a while. And uh, again, you're the number one most important person in your life is you. You can't take of anybody. You can't take care of anybody else, whether it be a spouse, kid, family member, friendship. You can't take care of those unless you can take care of yourself first. You got to practice what you preach. You got to give what you get. No, you get what you give. Yep. There's 50-50 chance that I will mess up a like quote 100% of the time. Are uh, you feeling socially burnt out? Yes, been there. And again, you feel selfish, but it doesn't mean that it's bad. There's good selfish and bad selfish. Like, give me that. That's selfish. Uh, you're on vacation. If you're on vacation, don't just don't even bring your phone. Keep it off or keep it on. Put on airplane mode. Just use it as a camera. Enjoy your time. Write everybody off for a good week. You're working towards a goal. That one's pretty good. Um, if you're going to stay in your lane with that, it's one thing. But if you need help, not a bad thing to reach out and ask for help. Uh, you're celebrating an accomplishment. I love celebrating, especially when I do something good. I remember a couple of friends came to a jujitsu competition for me, and I felt really good about it and uh, ended up winning. I ended up beating the guy. He tapped, but he didn't say he tapped, and that's what uh, that's re what really got me. And um, I ended up beating him on points, but I'm glad my friends were there, and I, I celebrated with friends. But it's okay to be selfish when you're celebrating yourself, and you're dealing with a life challenge. <laughs> if you've been following this podcast, you know that uh, my life is a challenge on a daily basis. I can say it over and over again. I got a lot of things going on in my personal life uh, with my uh, separation currently and going through finances and dealing with work and just everything in between and trying to lose weight and do the podcast. So it is not easy all the time for your boy. So sometimes I got to take some self-care selfish self-care just remember that if you need self-care be selfish 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 you can't fish without being selfish i'm gonna start, start off i'm gonna start off with uh something i already did four minutes ago um uh, but yeah my mental health check-in has been pretty good um three things i'm grateful for today is this weather the weather has been really hot, but I like it. I would rather be sweating than freezing. Your boy hates the winter and hates being cold. And plus, that's when my depression usually comes out. And uh, this year, that's what one of my goals is, is not to be overly depressed as I was every other winter. Um, good coworkers. Our job site got moved to a place that no one likes. And I was lucky enough to work with a group of people I really enjoy. And work can be so bad sometimes depending on who you're working with and i like the people i work with for the most part um but it was really nice to really have some fun in close quarters with uh, some good co-workers so i'm really grateful for good co-workers and thrift stores thrift stores are pretty great if you go there i i get it like some people have to go there because of it's like cheap and stuff but sometimes you can find a funny ass shirt i bought one today just says kohl's on it like i, I worked at kohl's it's just as kohl's i think that's awesome it's pretty cool I feel like you get a lot of there's a Panera bread hat that you could buy if you it's like pretty much if you work there, you can get some like backdoor stuff off thrift stores. Like you can get a whole Walmart outfit and go pretend you work there. Someone's bound to do. I, I've probably been to a Walmart and talked to a guy that actually did not work there. 
Walmart's a funny man. If you like people, I like people watching. Not like in a way I make fun of people, but just watching what people do is like so funny to me. Like I would go to Walmart with a lawn chair and just sit there and watch people come in and out. I might get a I might get a job when I retire as a Walmart door greeter or the guy that checks the receipts and he doesn't actually look at anything. He looks at you, looks at the receipt and says you're all right. It's like you didn't check one thing I had. Like I know I have a bag full of batteries, but how do you you know I have like a a DVD in there from the $5 bin? And it's Lars and the Real Girl. Did you think about that, Larry? Uh, but been doing good. I'm happy. Hopefully you're happy. Um, I don't know if you re- if I said this before, but uh, I never like when people die do suicide. So uh, Patricia Swank, who served as the Chicago police officer for more than six years, died on July 2nd. So I think I skipped this by mistake. And then a second officer, Duran Lee, 42, died uh Two Fridays ago, it says died Friday, but I definitely forgot to do this in the last episode. A third police officer, a sergeant, was hospitalized after a suicide attempt and later passed away. Um, and that was uh, for Chicago police officers. I believe I talked about this on an episode before about, I know a lot of people are very against the police. Um, like, I get it, but they're also humans too. And there are good ones. And I know people say it's like, well, they're not good ones if they don't. Uh, get, if they don't stand up against the bad ones, I definitely get that. But again, there's some humans that are on the line and don't know what to do. And I don't know what these three people were thinking, but I can only imagine if I was in someone's shoes, I think dealing with that would be a big strain on my life. And uh, just getting verbally attacked and dealing with like real life situations. I don't know how anyone's a cop. I have cop friends, I have firefighter friends, and I commend them for what they do. I like being hot, but I don't like being too hot. That's where, like, I wouldn't be a firefighter. And uh, I just have not the mental capacity to be a cop. Because if I pulled somebody over and they, like, made fun of me, I'd be like, ah, get out of the car right now. So that wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be a cop. I wouldn't be a good cop either. Um, so, yeah. I saw this. Um, I didn't get to witness the fight because I was going out to a wrestling event, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. Had a great time. Went with Ricky, Nasty, Duffy. Three good friends. We went there. There was this guy, and I pulled a great move. And sometimes I don't like to pat myself on the back, but this is pretty good. Is there was this drunk guy after we were like waiting in line to leave in a car, and uh, no one was moving. He came up, asked us for a lighter, and none of us have them. Have them. So he told us to fuck off, and I was like, "That's weird." We didn't do anything, so we just said it again. So I, I didn't say anything back, but I made a comment. I'm not going to say what the comment was. But then he came back like a half hour later and pretended like he didn't talk to us and like came up to the window of mine and started like being like, oh, I'm just doing some check-ins. And then I just, not even looking up, I just rolled up the window on his face and everyone LOL'd and it made me feel so good because I thought that was wicked funny. And I tried not to laugh and pat myself on the back, but you know what? I'm gonna, because that was a great move. And that kid just walked away right after. I don't like conflict. I I probably could have whooped his ass like I was Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I'm not a, I'm not a violent guy. I'm a lover, not a fighter. It comes to a push to shove. That's where I, I draw the line. I, I've never been in a fight. That's why I train defensive jujitsu. Um, that's just me. That's just me. I don't know if you like conflict. I don't like having dumb conflict with dumb people. And that guy was just a dumb drunk. But there, yeah, there was a UFC fight with uh, fighter Patty the Batty. And after he uh, had a lot of good, he had a great fight. He's wicked funny. He said he was going to uh, modern warfare teabag the guy after he beat him. And he beat him, and he actually did that. And after his post-fight speech, 
Um, he talked about mental health, and I'm going to play that for you right now. I woke up on Friday morning at 4 a.m. to a message that one of my friends back home had killed himself. This was uh, five hours before me weighing. So, Ricky, lad, that's for you. But... There's a stigma in this world that men can't talk. Listen, if you're a man and you've got weight on your shoulders and you think the only way you can solve it is by killing yourself, please speak to someone. Speak to anyone. People would rather, I know I'd rather me make cry on my shoulder than go to his funeral next week. So please, let's get rid of this stigma and men start talking. I just absolutely love that because one, his accent is phenomenal. And two, it's like he really put himself out there and told his personal stories and talked about his friend that committed suicide and how it was leading up to the fight and just being able to train and still go out for the fight. I commend him and tip my hat off to him. But he's so right that you, I would rather talk to somebody and, and listen to them cry than them kill themselves. I was on an interview earlier with uh, my friend Talik, and uh, he said his friend always says, I'd rather have a bad friend than a dead friend. And uh, yeah, that's true as well. I don't wish death upon anybody. And uh, it's just very sad, but he such a great platform to get that across at a UFC event with like a million people watching and uh, probably people had something to say, which is always somewhat negative, but for the most part, everyone was pretty positive on that. So hopefully um, you got a Patty Labatty fan right here. I'm going to get some of his gear. I tried getting him on right before he got to the UFC because I knew he was into mental health. I'm not being that guy where I was like, oh, well, I know that I like their first album before anyone else do. No, I, I had a little inkling, looked into it. He was into mental health. I tried to get him on. He's too big now. Um, but if you want to tweet him, and tell him to get on the show. Like, I got Dane Cook. Like, Dane Cook is a good get, right? Two-time SNL host. Guy was at top of the world in, like, 05, 06. The guy, he was killing it. Then he got dunked on for no reason. Um, and I followed the crowd a little bit on that. It's like Nickelback hate. Nickelback isn't that bad. I'm going to say that right now. Nickelback is not that bad. Have you listened to Hollywood Undead? Yeah. Good Charlotte? Yeah. Again, I don't like being negative. I don't like being negative. But if you're going to be negative to me, I got to be a little bit realistic back. Nickelback, not that bad. Hollywood Undead, pretty bad. Um, now, hopefully there's no Hollywood Undead fans, and, and hopefully Hollywood Undead doesn't listen to the show because uh, they'll probably like tweet me and stuff. But I'm not even that popular, so it's good. Someone brought this up to me recently is like on dating sites, people get ghosted all the time. And funny enough, I read an article, which I usually do for this show. I read articles to try to be smart, which you can probably just look up yourself. But I appreciate you getting the twist of it on 20 Tim minutes, 20 Tim twisted minutes. Woo, woo. I'm low key a juggalo, by the way. I'm not afraid to admit that. I want to go to the gathering of the juggalos. But if you don't know what ghosting is, it happens when someone cuts off an all online communication with someone else without an explanation. Instead, like a ghost, they just vanish. The phenomenon is common on social media and dating sites, but with the isolation brought on by the, the pandemic, forcing more people together online, ghosting happens when someone cuts off all online communication and someone else without an explanation. Instead, like a ghost, they vanish. I literally wrote that twice. 
I am so sorry that I just repeated that. You guys are probably like, why is he saying the same thing? Um, that's funny. That's hysterical. I did that. Um, research supports the idea of ghosting can have negative consequences for mental health, which is like obvious now that I think about it. Short term, many of the ghosted feel overwhelming rejection and confusion. They reported feelings of low self-worth and self-esteem. Part of the problem is the lack of clarity, not knowing why communication abruptly stopped. Sometimes an element of paranoia ensues as the ghostee tries to make sense of the situation. Those ghosted reported feelings of mistrust that developed over time. Some bring this mistrust of future relationships. With that may come intern internalizing the rejection, self-blame, and potential to sabotage those subsequent relationships. I did so well saying those big words, guys. I am very proud of myself. Um, but just over half of the participants in the study um, said being ghosted offered opportunities to reflection and resilience, which is also good. But I got to think about that. Like, boy or girl, like you get into this relationship, you talk to somebody online, they might be love bombing you and they might be just like smoozing you. And then maybe they just cut off altogether right away. And it's like, okay, that was weird. But maybe like you meet up and they have sexual intercourse with you and they just ghost you after that for whatever reason they just wanted to get with you or what have you. So that definitely is a big hit on someone's self-esteem and obviously their mental health. Everything does come back to mental health. I know it's like a, it's a stigma obviously still, but I feel like a lot of people think it's like a hot topic and I'm glad it is, but everything is associated with mental health. I don't care what you say. Everything affects it good or bad. That's what mental health is. That's what mental health means to me. Um, everyone doesn't have a mental illness. Everybody does have mental health as in I have bipolar ADHD and general anxiety. Um, and some people don't, and I envy them for sure. So that's what mental health means to me is, uh, just, um, taking care of yourself any way possible. And, uh, I know of people that this has happened to, and it's unfortunate and, uh, no one deserves to be ghosted at all. Unless they deserve it, but I don't know why they would reserve it. So money's a big issue for me. And uh, I still pay off student loans, even though I went to school for two years. And I'm embarrassed to say this. Like, I didn't know how it worked. I thought they were going to be paid off. So I didn't know what forbearance was in the other the deterrent, the fucking determent, whatever the word is. is uh, so I kept putting it off because I was like 20s and just ripping it all the time and not paying this thing off. So I still have a uh, substantial amount of money I'm still trying to pay off. But get this, right? In, Bro in Brooklyn, where Brooklyn at, uh, student loans, uh, forgiveness, they're looking into this. So student loans are part of the reason why many healthcare providers choose to work in private sectors. So they're using the loan forgiveness for mental health uh, workers, which is really cool, but found this weird. Um, it's told the program is funded by a million dollar donation from an anonymous donor. Interesting. It will fund the program for the first year or till when the money runs out. That money is going to run out within three people. If I'm paying from two years of a dropout in 2004, that million dollars is getting, I'm going to say that thing's gone in four months tops. There is no way they go through a year without spending a million dollars. Maybe like a hundred million. Yeah, I get it. But like a million, like a million Think about it. It's like 50 grand times whatever makes a million. So th think about like how many workers that would be. I'm not going to do the math because I want you guys to, and then tell me what it is. If McHugh's listened to this, my friend, do the math and let me know. That's why you're a great friend because he always corrects me on how to say certain words. Um, and yeah, that's what, that's what friends are for. Um, 
I'm going to do this episode flew by. I'm going to talk about next week, uh, how you're feeling down, uh, due to lack of hugs because hugs help mental health. It like boosts your system. Um, whatever system you run on, I don't know if it's iOS 15 or not, but it does help that out. Um, and then self-deprecating humor, which is a big thing for me, but let's end with this. I always ask people online to ask me some certain questions. And one of the questions I got, um, was what was your best concert? And it was the Casey and the Sunshine Band, Twin River, 2018-19. Twin River is a casino in Rhode Island. And I had a blast. It was me, my brother, and my mom. I don't know if I talked about this, and I'm sorry if I did. But this Saturday, I'm going to see them again, and I have an outfit that I cannot wait to share. I, I kind of want to tell you what it is, but woo-wee. I'm going to look like I was from Studio 54. We got second row. I'm not even kidding. The production value of a Casey and the Sunshine Band show, unreal. Absolutely unreal. Don't forget to check out 2010minutes.com. Dan Cook interview comes out this Thursday. Let's break the stigma by cracking a smile. I love you guys and have a good one. And we're clear. Clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.